Throughout his public life, Jesus posed questions to the people around him. There are icebreakers, conversation starters. And some may ask, well, why this approach? And the question becomes, why not? A good journalist is always aware of the who, the why, the what, the where, the how, and the when. And the process of journaling and the process of just considering life is something that's very, very important as we begin to navigate our personal path, but also at the same time, asking the questions to dive deeper. And one question leads to another and another. And as right now, as we're in the season of Lent, we think about Jesus and how Jesus posed many questions, which in fact are invitations. And I think about that and also, Father Brown, how you talk about thinking in threes and how that number of three, how that really plays a part as well. And just the idea of asking questions and gaining greater understanding as we navigate our life path, our purpose, and as we reflect and as we journal. And there's so many ways in which when a question is posed and your pen is in hand and your paper is there, you begin to write and write and write. And one of the great uh, Jewish wisdom figures, Rabbi Hillel, had a whole series of questions that he would pose to his congregants. If I'm not for myself, who is for me? If I'm only for myself, what am I? If not now, when? Do I have the gifts that the world wants and needs? Does my life have meaning and purpose? I have many, many more questions from Rabbi Hillel, but to pause and to meditate on purpose and meaning and the navigation of taking care of oneself, but also being aware by doing that, you're able to care for others, that balance. And I think the Lord had many, many questions. It was his approach to eliciting the best out of people around him. He had an approach of eliciting great desires. He had this uncanny ability, and he has this uncanny ability to this very day of asking questions that go to the heart of who we are. And I think many times right now in our history, the question, why are you afraid? What is it you fear? And I think in many ways, there's a realistic reason why people are afraid during this time of, of great conflict in Ukraine. And it's legitimate. But there's something very, very consoling of hearing the Lord ask that question and being able to answer him and say, I have legitimate fears. And yes, I know you're with me, but I still need this one gift that you constantly promise when you ask that question, besides the gift of, of just knowing your presence, I think the gift of trust and that sense of trust. And then the question becomes whom and what do I trust and how can I rise above our collective fears? As we pray for people suffering around the world, especially in Eastern Europe, praying with them and for them and being aware that that sense of solidarity takes on a different life 
in our time helps us. So many, many questions that the Lord poses. And Jay, I think you can mention a couple in my little journal diary. You mentioned the gift of trust. And I think about, you know, with obviously with Eastern Europe, as you mentioned, and, you know, the idea of the of what people call FUD, F-U-D, which is a term I've seen a lot of on social media recently, and it's fear, uncertainty, and doubt. And the whole idea of the fear, uncertainty, and doubt, I understand fear as an acronym as well, which is false evidence appearing real. And many times the things that we, we see, you know, think about as far as what Jesus said in the book of Matthew chapter six. Well, can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And I think about that, and I've, I've reflected on that scripture quite often. Basically, when we worry, what does that do? I mean, I think there's a time to think about things and consider them, but we, we walk in faith, not by sight, as it says in the Bible. And then, you know, there's also in the book of Matthew chapter 8, verse 26, it says, well, you little faith, why are you so afraid? And sometimes the fear, we allow the fear to become real because there is so many things we don't know about. There's a lot of uncertainty in this world. We have to always make sure that as we're walking our path and as we're utilizing the, the resource and also utilizing the present help in time, in time of need, which is the Holy Spirit, and being able to tap into that. And when we do, then there is that help, there's your assistance, there's sometimes the answers just come. I remember times we've had times where we've been recording podcasts and, you know, we have our, our, our template of what we want to accomplish. And then the Holy Spirit will come into the mix and there'll be certain things that will just come about in conversation and it edifies, it helps others. It helps us at times as well. And the thing is, that's where, as far as when looking at those scriptures and when I, when I imagine the scriptures taking place and these questions that I have, sometimes I imagine myself as being one of the disciples listening to as Jesus is teaching and talking. And as I think about those things, I think about, well, what would he say to me if I had this question? Some of the times I can imagine Jesus saying, hey, you already have the answer right inside of you. You already know the answer, so why are you doubting? But also at the same time, I think about in the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 9, and in paraphrasing, what is your name? And I think about when in church, you know, people, they have their natural names, but also during the time of baptism, there's names that are provided at that point in time. And also I believe that there's a name that's written on us who we are spiritually, and sometimes our actual name aligns perfectly with our purpose and who we're called to be. But sometimes through the questions that we have and the answers that are provided to us, whether in the world naturally and or combined with the spiritual understanding, we begin to understand better who we are. And it gives us answers to those questions that we, we have. And sometimes as we get those different answers, you know, there's, there's so many levels and depth in how we can talk about it, but it's really to the point of the curiosity that's there, acknowledging that curiosity, but also at the same time, seeking the answers and knowing that there are a variety of, there are a variety of resources that are available spiritually, naturally, resources in the form of books and music and things of that nature that allow you to have, to come at a closer understanding to some of the questions. And I think that's exactly where I wanted to go. Questions that produce rich results the questions that enhance our creativity. Questions like, can that be done in any other way? What other options can we think of? What are resources we've never even used? What's stopping us? Have we ever thought of? I think there are questions that help to motivate us. What challenges us? 
What encourages us? What's next? What are we forgetting? And there are questions that help us really enter into a dialogue with God. God who is love. What must you peel away before love appears? What must you peel away before love disappears? Have you ever met God? What objects define you? Or what objects control you? What object enlightens you? All the ways in which our Creator has given us such possibilities <laughs> with the gifts in our deepest self. Does your voice have a voice? Why not? Does your voice need a voice? When are you a message? Is your mind your friend? Does your mind mind you? Do you take your mind out for regular walks? What will you never believe? What will you always believe? What should you hold on to and never let go? Or what should you let go of, never hold on to? Do you have an inner voice? Does it echo in your mind's chambers? What has failure taught you? What has believing taught you? What has silence taught you? It's a lot of questions to meditate on. And maybe that's enough. Because my mind is literally spinning with a couple of the questions I just shared with you. And I think that it gives us a chance to pause, be attentive, at peace. There's one other scripture that comes to mind as we're bringing this podcast to a close. The book of Mark chapter 10 and 51 is saying, what do you want me to do for you? And when I think about that, I think about a loving God that asks us to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. And sometimes the cares that we have, that we cast upon God, he gives a response back in the form of answers, in the form of comfort, in the form of revelation and understanding that allows us to walk with a greater sense of purpose, walking with a greater confidence, and also walking so that we're able to share that with others and helping lift others to that same place that we're trying to get to. I'm thankful for opportunities like this to have these discussions as I mentioned before revelations come about as well during this time. And it's my hope that those of you listening, that the same is taking place for you. There are very uncertain times at times in this world and a lot of questions come about as we've said, but there are answers that come about as we consider the divine within. We assist others in those times of need and they were open for the infinite possibilities 
as there are so many ways in how God wants to work with us and to help us grow as we grow and become more and more Christ-like. This has been the Ignatian Year Podcast. My name is H.J. Dunmore, along with Father Timothy Brown. We speak peace, we speak comfort, and we speak positivity, believing for greater things ahead in the future. And as you walk your path, that the light may continue to shine, revealing the next steps, but also revealing the greatness that exists within. Thank you for listening.